This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. And thank you for being with us on the Vatic Wisdom. I want to uh, talk to you about the importance of accepting your eternal position as an eternal living entity. We're in the situation in this material world where we see everything is temporary. But we fail to understand that we, the witness of everything that we have passed through in our lives, are eternal. Our perspective is from the platform outside of these temporary activities. It's very important. It's described in the Bhagavad Gita how important it is to you to recognize your eternal existence, your eternal nature. And by recognizing and understanding that you are the eternal spirit soul, this conception takes you out of the material tabernacle of in consciousness to the spiritual tabernacle of consciousness in the devotional service to the Lord. In the material world, we are contaminated and distracted and confused by the bodily conception of life. But if we recognize our eternal nature and we sacrifice the rest of this life, for fixing our consciousness in the spiritual perspective, there is no temporary conception in the spiritual world. We become qualified to live in the spiritual world because we have the right conception of ourselves and our activities and our reality. We are eternal living entities created to render service. And coming to that platform is the purification, is the qualification for entering into the spiritual world. There is no birth, death, old age, and disease in the spiritual world. Birth, death, old age, and disease are pertaining to this temporary material body. But we are not the body. So it's vitally important for us to understand we are the eternal spiritual being temporarily empowering this body as a car, using it as a tool, as a vehicle for us to experience desires and us to achieve goals and us to receive the karmatic reaction for those activities. But in the spiritual world, those things fall off because we revived our actual eternal occupation as servants. Then one is qualified to become an associate of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna in the spiritual world. This is face-to-face -face interaction with the Lord eternally. Okay? This is not some uh, go, go to the, the concert and hear the good music for an hour and walk out. This is changing the status of life from temporary to permanent. So, the intelligent person who's realized that this place has so many inherent problems and he's not going to get the satisfaction he wants here, 
he endeavors to take refuge in the supreme personality of Godhead. He develops, he revives his relationship with the Supreme Lord and recognizing his supreme position and divinity. He takes pleasure in understanding and glorifying the Lord in his activities. He understands the astonishing uh, qualities that the Lord has and he becomes enamored by them, attracted by them. And in talking of them, he has a taste, a satisfactory, a happiness that can't be found in the material world. So this taste for transcendental activities, above fruitive activities, karma, but transcendental activities, selfless devotional service, this taste brings the happiness the heart is looking for. Not the senses, the heart. You know that if you have a broken heart, if someone you love has died or someone has broke up with you, someone has left your life that you really cared about, it doesn't matter. You can have all the things you thought you enjoyed in life and they have no flavor anymore. They have no sweetness. Because the heart is upset. The heart is hurt. So it doesn't matter what the mind and the senses get, it doesn't fix the heart. So the intelligent person sees this specific difference. And he works on satisfying the heart. The Vedic literature teaches you that the satisfaction of the heart is determined by one's awakening to his original eternal position as a servant, a selfless devotional being and acting on that platform, becoming qualified as an associate and servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. God's man, God's servant. Therein lies that taste, that sweetness, that reward, that accomplishment that we're actually looking for in all these different materialistic activities that we perform temporarily to kind of keep the pain at bay, to keep the anxiety at bay. The Vedic literature says to associate with the spiritual master and take instruction from him, and to associate with the disciples of the spiritual master and servants of God to get the example and the concepts, the point of view, and the perspective of developing love of God is the direct path to achieving your normal condition of love of God. Our human form of life is important for developing that. Instead of being a man in distress, instead of being even inquisitive about what's going on, or a person who wants the material necessities of life, or believes that knowledge is the answer to everything he's looking for, and yet he's still frustrated with birth, death, old age, and disease, and he wants freedom from them. Above all of this, is the platform of realizing I am an eternal spiritual living being and my constitutional position is I render service. And when I render selfless service, I taste a grace, a glory, a happiness I cannot find any other place, any other way. This is the awakening to liberated state of consciousness. Then one understands 
that knowing the supreme personality of Godhead and knowing one's relationship with the Lord, one can find the happiness he's looking for. He recognizes the Lord is the governing principle of this material manifestation. He is the the one underlying all the activities of the demigods who are administrating the universe. And that he is the one that all sacrifices and all services are meant to please. When one sees this, he becomes steady of mind and vision. And he understands and he knows his position as servant of God. And he can be steady even at the time of death. He's just leaving one room and going into the other room. He's leaving one status determined by the body and achieving another status determined by the liberated condition from the body he's achieved. So you have a great opportunity at the time of death. Most people go, oh my God, it's a scary thing. Only if you don't know. Only if you've misused your human form of life and not taken the time to figure it out. Only if you've spent time working, worrying, playing, planning about other things, temporary things at that. One needs to be convinced that his relationship with the Supreme Lord is one of love and exchange and peace and harmony. And that there is the pleasure the pleasure of serving the Lord, hearing about the Lord, pleasing the Lord, glorifying the Lord. Those activities bring a return, a sweetness that is not achievable in any other way. And they lead one to pure devotional service. You understand your relationship such that you can act and engage in activities that are meant for the Lord's satisfaction, not yours. And you're in a selfless condition of life. That selfless condition is the doorway to devotional life, to devotional service. And you can attain it immediately if you can free yourself from all the misconceptions and all the uh, uh, illusions that the material body uh, covers you with. So associating with spiritual beings, servants of the Lord, associating with the spiritual master, reading his books, learning about the Supreme Lord, hearing about his activities and pastimes, hearing about his um, great qualities, becomes very, very pleasing. And you see the advanced servants are always glorifying him, are always relating the activities and the uh, circumstances to the Lord's participation in them. They can see the Lord at every moment everywhere under all conditions because their existence has been purified by the right consciousness, by the right perspective because of association with spiritual people who share that perspective, who bring about a change of heart. It's the change of heart that we're looking for, that we desire, not the change of mind. The mind is flickering and changing all the time since you were born. You were mad after toys once. You were mad after the ability to walk once. To learn the language, to be able to speak, talk, and communicate. That was very, very, very important to all of us at one point. 
But now what are we doing? We're distracted by totally unimportant subject matters. Principally now we have it worked out with the media that we're concerned about things that are all going on on the other side of the planet. Not what's going on in your yard, in your house, in your life, in your community. We're so, so distracted that our own house isn't in order. The Vedic literature is trying to bring you back. If you get your house in order, you can become stable. You can become fixed. You can become qualified to render loving devotional service. And you'll taste the glory that's in it. If you're too agitated with everybody else's problems and perspectives, you can't focus on these higher subjects we're discussing. You can't get your mind fixed on glorifying the activities of the Supreme Lord. You don't even know about them. You've not read the Krishna book. You've not heard about the pastimes of the Lord in all different ages of his pastimes. He portrayed the variety of ages and pastimes. He comes to this material world to demonstrate them to you. So that you get the hint, so that you get the attachment, so you get the taste of the higher concepts of life that are in devotional service. We're not giving each other taste. We're giving each other distraction. And the media and the liars are expert at it constantly. They get caught in the lie, they deny it and tell another one. They get caught at that lie, they blame it on you and tell another one. They, get, they find out that it, it's known that it wasn't you and that it was actually them and they'll attack the person who's trying to make them admit that. They never succumb. They never admit that they're cheating. They never admit that you have a right to be you and they don't have a right to distract and interfere with it. They constantly want you distracted doing what they want of you. And God's going the other way. Why don't you think about what I'm doing? Why don't you look at the transcendental qualities? Why don't you look at the absolute nature of life? Why don't you look at your involvement and work on your participation in the higher stratuses of activities, those that satisfy the heart? This is the quest to satisfy the heart. This is done by associating with spiritual people, by reading the Vedic literature, by learning about the characteristics, qualities, name, form, pastimes, paraphernalia, entourage, associates of the Supreme Lord. People think of God by the Christian concept. I guess I can't even say it's Christian. I don't know quite where it's rooted, but the old man in the clouds with angels floating around and little cherubs and nothing going on, just cloud watching or maybe people watching, like we watch TV. This is not a true conception of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, because the Lord does not appear as an old man. Why? <laughs> he appears as a young man, a young person. He's at the prime of his life, always. You can be too. This is his spiritual existence. Well, you're at your prime all the time, like the Lord. And the interaction between you and the Lord is one of love and service, reciprocation. 
You're not watching others. You're in the now. You're participating. Everybody is in the game in the spiritual world. Nobody is on the bench. Everybody is participating in the activities and pastimes and glorifications of the Supreme Personality of God, Sri Krishna. Everybody. So this uh, material life is the window of opportunity to leave this temporary nature and enter into and participate in the spiritual nature. You already have the qualifications. You have to revive them. You already are a participant. You're just not habited now. You've forgotten. So the Vedic literature, the self-realized souls, the spiritual master, the servants of the Lord, all come here to this material world to help you get out of the distractions and the misconceptions of being the body and revive your spiritual perspective and activities and re-participate in this loving exchange with the Lord, your normal condition. They're doing great, immense, benevolent work to revive your lost perspective. If you look at life, one of the things that these bodies are very, very guilty of is forgetfulness. You can't remember. I'm going to ask all of you, what were you doing one year ago today? Even if it was your birthday, I'll bet you can't remember. But if it was a significant moment, maybe you can. The majority of us won't. Forgetfulness is a big problem in the material bodies. People who have a good memory are becoming rare. You can't remember two weeks ago. You can't remember six months ago exactly. Our memories are becoming clouded. But what is the most important thing to remember? Your eternal relationship with the Lord. This is vitally important to remember. Because it is your eternal normal nature. But because of these bodies being so much of a handicap, so much constriction... We're busy with so many ridiculous things. Do you think these drapes look good here? Should I get a new car? What kind of car should I get? I wonder if I should buy one of those. I wonder if I should go on a holiday. I wonder if this is going to work. <laughs> I wonder if I can fix that. All these things that are distracting you from reviving your eternal consciousness and participating in that activities on a spiritual platform as preparatory work reviving your lost memories by the mercy of the spiritual beings who come to this world to help you remember. So remember the glory, remember the beauty, remember the warmth, the love, the compassion, the opportunity, the selflessness, the sacrifice. Remember the qualities of the Lord, the strength, beauty, wealth, knowledge, love, participation in all sorts of wonderful activities that the Lord manifests constantly. Oh, excuse me. Revive that. It's yours. It belongs to you. The memory's the problem. 
we all have memory problems. Now that we're in the uh, techno world, all of these electromagnetic forces that are being emanated from all these techno devices, they affect the memory. They contamine the memory. They contamine the mind. They make it hard for you. Everybody, everybody is having short-term memory problem because of the influence of the electronics that they've created. First of all, they aren't that useful. And second of all, they're at the wrong frequency for us to maintain our stability. They interfere with our re remembering the important things of life. We end up stuck remembering yesterday, or what was I going to do 10 minutes ago, or what do I got to do tomorrow, or, or, or. Short-term memory is all we've got. And yet we have short-term memory loss, looking for things. What was I going to do? Come in the room and stand there. Um, what was I going to do? These are symptoms of the bodily condition of life. And these symptoms show that you're being distracted from your natural, normal, healthy condition of servant of God. So the spiritual master and the Vedic literature are specifically intended to help you revive that lost consciousness such that you can participate. You can engage yourself in activities of God consciousness, Krishna consciousness, and thereby factually attain your constitutional position as an eternal servant of Krishna. In such a position... You take pleasure in hearing and glorifying the Lord and participating in devotional service. The glorification itself is service. This person then becomes convinced by doing this and all his objectives of life are fulfilled. This state of life, this is the beginning of bhakti yoga. This is the transcendental loving service of the Lord. This is the platform where everything works out. Achieve the topmost goal. This is yours for the taking. You simply have to sincerely endeavor. You have to stop the mind from distracting you. You have to turn off the electronic gadgets. You have to push away on the things that don't really matter and refocus your life, refocus your mind and your memory and your concepts back on your eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead and become happy. This is what the self-realized souls, the great saints and sages are actually trying to do in the material world is help you come back to that place of real happiness above selfishness. The selfless devotional service platform. It is the most important plane of existence. Everything in the Krishna consciousness movement, eating food that's only offered to the Lord first, not taken for yourself. Offer all food to the Lord for his satisfaction first. It becomes spiritualized. Doing activities that satisfy the Lord, not oneself. Spiritualized. Hearing the vibration of the great Maha Mantra, the Hare Krishna Mantra, it spiritualizes, it purifies the atmosphere, yourself, your body, everything. Thus, reading the Vedic literature, it brings knowledge and thoughts and recollections forward into your mind of the glorious side of reality, of the eternal side of reality. It liberates you, it frees you, it protects you, it encourages you. It's the height of education.
to understand your true position. This is what these great beings are doing. They're selflessly living their lives to get this information to you without adulteration. Everything gets contaminated in this world so easily. And the great saints and sages, specifically our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, he's come to help all of us without deviation, without contamination. He's bringing it to us, to you, to me, to everyone, as it is. So there isn't contamination. So it's pure. That purity purifies you. Your purified condition is your normal condition. You're qualified to return to the eternal spiritual kingdom, the eternal spiritual nature. You have great opportunity. Please take it. There are so many great beings who are wishing you would do that, wishing you well, providing you with the tools, the Vedic literature, the mantra, spiritualized food, good association, activities and knowledge of the Supreme Lord. It's all being provided to you free, constantly available to you. If you just take it up, the more you try, the more you'll like it. The more you like it, the more you try. It's the positive cycle. You become freed up. Your existence becomes purified. And a purified existence is when you're qualified to be an associate of the Supreme Lord. Take that opportunity. What a wonderful opportunity. It's not being given by anyone else you know. It's not being given by any institution, organization, controller, control person, a senior member, anything. It's only being delivered by the great saints and sages propounding the Vedic literature. That's where the key lies. No one who takes to reading the Vedic literature suffers. Everyone benefits. A little reading, a little benefit. A lot of reading, a lot of benefit. Hearing about the Lord, the more you do, the more you understand. The more you understand, the more you want to know. This is the positive cycles that are created by the upliftment of spiritual life and spiritual potency. We're in the negative cycles. Contamination, more contamination. Confusion, more anxiety. Anxiety, more confusion. Difficulty, stressing, struggling, fault-finding, fear. Oh my goodness, the negative cycle is dominating the human experience right now. So the Vedic literature is just that much more valuable. But the taste is undeniable. Just make contact. Just try. This is all you have to do. Use your free will to reject those things you already know are not helping you. Whether it's people, places, or things. Walk off. Move away. Step back and turn yourself over to those beings that are dedicating their life to helping you reach your divine qualities, the highest platform of associating with the Supreme Lord. Just take a turn. Test it for yourself. You've tested and tried so many things. Try this. Read the Vedic literature. Become a disciple of the spiritual master, his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Associate with his servants. Learn from his books, the Krishna book, the Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Bhagavad Gita, as it is. That's the goal. That's the place you'll get what you're looking for.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.